Nice. So once again, thank you so much, Christopher Huey, for taking the time to chat to me. Um, you know, <laughs> you have made so many all Jamaicans proud by being, well, one of the few Jamaican people of Jamaican heritage that have actually gone into space somewhere. So let me so let me ask you, um, did you always want to be an astronaut? I mean, when did you realize that you had this interest, you know, in science, um, space exploration? Yeah, where did that come from? So I I think I didn't always want to be an astronaut, but there was a time when I was a kid when yeah. I think everyone wanted to be an astronaut. There's <laughs> things more inspirational than than space and uh, just exploring the cosmos. So yes. certainly when I was a kid, I wanted to be an astronaut. And then that kind of evolved over the years. Then I wanted to be uh, a pilot, a fighter pilot and fly like extreme aircraft and yeah. fly fast. Mm. And then I realized that that wasn't a very realistic goal for myself. And so I decided I wanted to be an aerospace engineer. Yeah. And even when I became an aerospace engineer, my my passions were in helicopters and rotorcraft. And I did follow and pursue that, that career path for uh, for quite some time. Yes, yes. And then my career path just kind of led me to the space industry. And one thing led to the, to the next and, you know, I went to space. So I, it's certainly not something I planned for or was even working towards intentionally. Yeah. Yes. Um, but just kind of uh, opportunities kept presenting themselves that slowly led me to to this one. Yes, it sounds like a, you know, like a natural progression. You know, um, yeah, very much so. Yeah, I mean, there there are not that many people of color, young men of color, in you know space exploration. So, I mean, how do you inspire young black men to even just even consider science in the first place? um you know as a to investigate it as a like a career option yeah so you know how do you get people to to be inspired by uh, to follow careers in, in science and in technology hmm. so that was certainly my passion that's what i did and i think it's actually more valuable to try and find get people to find their passion and follow them whatever they may be yes. and so i think exposure is probably the number one thing knowing what the current state of the possible is oh. and then imagining what the future what the future could look like based on you know what we know about today yes. and so uh, i think it's really just exposure is the first thing um but more importantly i think it's it's great to follow your passions because um yes i think a lot of uh you know uh, men of color especially mm. they they aspire to be things that they see uh, so you see a lot of people wanting to be athletes or musicians or influencers and that's just because those things are very prevalent and uh, not necessarily the majority they're just highly publicized yes. So, yes just exposure and, and what you know about it makes a big difference as to what you think is possible indeed yes so who i mean who inspired you was there you know any particular um person in the industry or you know an event that eventually made everything click <laughs> so there there wasn't anyone in the industry per se that really inspired me i yeah. actually think i met my first engineer till i was probably like 15 or 16 in high school so oh, okay. it wasn't something that i was exposed to on the regular yeah. to kind of plant that seed and and follow by example Mm. I was really inspired just by like science fiction and and you know watching uh, 
movies and TV shows. And specifically, I'm a big Star Trek fan. So <laughs> yes, I, I am too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a lot of us out there. And uh, I think it's a story that I really uh, enjoyed following. And I still watch it to this day. Yes. And yes. I grew up in like the core years of the 90s where the next generation were in um, Captain Picard was the captain of the, of the Star Trek Enterprise, of the Starship Enterprise, and uh, uh, Lieutenant Commander Jordy LaForge was the chief engineer of the of the Starship. And yeah. so I think that was probably the inspiring moment for me, the, the person I would consider like my inspiration to, to see something that I could do and make it something I could imagine. Yes, yes. M made it real for you, in other words. Yes, yeah. Yeah, certainly something to aspire to and um, and yeah, I think we, we're all inspired by by fiction and, and futurists and um, yes. little by little, we've been making science fiction, science fact. And that's, that's the fun <laughs> yes. of being an engineer. True, true. Now, so how do you prepare for, you know, a space flight? Well, I mean, what, what do you do? Say you get up in the morning, what's your day like? Or I guess just, it has to be a series of trainings. How do you prepare physically and mentally, really? Yeah, so there's there's multiple things that I did to prepare for my space flight. Yeah. Um, some of those were were provided by the company as the official astronaut training for the Virgin Galactic uh, space flight experience. And so that's about three days of training before your flight, where you do everything from getting familiar with your spacesuit, your gear, um, getting familiar with the cabin, the seat, meeting your crew, your pilots, uh, getting familiar with uh, the flight profile and all of the different scenarios that you need to be cognizant of. So really just familiarization with the, the whole process. And then then um, for me, there's you know, high G training and all that stuff. But the other major preparation point is like mental preparation because it's it's a big deal for like emotionally and for your family. Yes. So there's this kind of ripple effect as it kind of fans out to all of your inner circles and how that actually has an impact on um, pretty much everyone you know. <laughs> yes, truly, yes. And, but then now, when you're actually in space above the earth, I mean, that must be an incredible feeling. How, <laughs> I mean, how do you feel when you're actually looking down at this, the earth, this blue sphere? It, wow. it is, uh, the view and the feeling from earth is difficult to describe. Um, and you know, I'm not the most you know, articulate person, but uh, I'll give it my best shot. But <laughs> the view is just absolutely spectacular. There's, there's nothing, and I mean that, there's nothing that I've ever experienced that is uh, as majestic and beautiful and just all consuming as just viewing the earth from space. Yeah. It's like this uh, magnetic, magnificence that just pulls you and focus like pulls your full attention and you can't help but focus on it and uh and just be in awe of its beauty and it's a beautiful planet and seeing the blackness of space and then at the same yeah. time you are weightless floating in space and so it's just a it's a a yeah. symphony of unusual sens sensations and and uh, and visuals that all kind of come together for just a really awe awing and wonderful experience yes indeed i love the word symphony i mean because it just brings everything together yeah um so yeah so you are you know you have this important role in helping virgin galactic uh, create its first commercial space flight i mean 
what what is your role actually in doing that? And and you know, oh, how does it make you feel to be in such an you know incredible position, basically? Yeah. So I think for me, it's kind of uh, is in the right place at the right time um, to mm -hmm. be able to perform a role that the company did need to perform. Yeah. Uh, so this was the last flight in our uh, flight test program before we go into commercial operations for, for the business. And so um, I served in the role as a mission specialist, which was going through the entire customer experience for our commercial astronauts. And so this was kind of an evaluation of that experience and getting it ready and fine tuning um, the experience so that our customers have the best possible experience. Yeah. And it feels amazing. It was an absolute honor to, to represent the company and this amazing team who has worked so hard for so many years to make this experience come to life for, um, for all of our customers and, and the future of uh, commercial human space. So uh, it's really, it's an honor. It's kind of humbling, kind of bewildering to think about it, but yeah. ultimately it's one small step of many steps that to get here and we stand on the shoulders of giants and we will be the shoulders of the, of the next uh, generation that builds upon us yes. as we take the space into, um, take humanity into a spacefaring uh, species. Mm, indeed. And where do you think that the, the, um, the first commercial flight will go? <laughs> Just in space or is there a destination? <laughs> so uh, what Virgin Galactic is building is, uh, you know, the world's first commercial space line. So it's, uh, it is a, Tour, commercial tourism. Uh, it's kind of visiting space as you just go visit a tourist destination. So it's not, uh, it, the destination is space and you go there and, and you come back. So that's kind of one of the definitions of suborbital space flight is uh, you're just going to view the earth and then and then come back. So right. yeah, it's kind of funny or ironic to think about, but uh, right now we're all sitting on the view. We're sitting on the product that we're selling. And it's the, <laughs> Yes, indeed. Wow. Okay. Um, one of the important things for our readers, Caribbean today's readers, is that you have Jamaican heritage. So your your mother, your parents were born in Jamaica. You're obviously born in America, but obviously you know Jamaican heritage. How did that Jamaican slash Caribbean heritage sort of figure in in you know who you are today? How do you how did it shape you? Sure. Yeah. So as you mentioned, I, I grew up here in the in the United States. And so um, I was raised by my mom uh, primarily. And so my mom, you know, was born and raised in Jamaica and she came to the U.S. when she was a teenager um, yeah. to pursue uh, more opportunities than what she had in Jamaica. Mm -hmm. And so um, I think I learned a lot from my mom and just and uh, the way she was raised. And I think um, that the heritage that I kind of lived um, and just as seen through my mom's experience, mm. she's she's a very strong woman. Um, and I think it's been, it's taught me a lot of like sacrifice and hard work at the same time. And uh, the ability to just improvise and adapt to situations. And, mm. you know, my mom raised two kids as a single mom. And uh, I think- what was instilled in me was was hard work and and strong work ethic but also the ability to just like relax and have fun and not take things too seriously yes. and uh don't forget where you came from and and uh and remember to give back to others and i think that's all part of like the jamaican culture and and uh you know everything is irie uh, yes 
<laughs> truly, <laughs> truly, yes, yes. And of course, oh. your mom was there when you made that fight, no? Yes? Yeah, uh, my, yeah. Mom, my mom was there. It was uh, it was absolutely amazing to have her there. I was really happy yeah. that that was able to happen. Yeah. What what was what was I mean? What did you say to her? You know, when you came back. <laughs> you know, I I don't remember what I said to her when I came back. I think I just saw her and and we hugged um, very tightly. And oh. but I, she said to me, um, "My baby's home." <laughs> I think it was a very uh, tense uh, morning for her as I as I flew and and flew up to space, yes. and she was really glad and relieved to have me back and. Uh, and you know, I know she she was nervous about the whole thing, but she was also of really course. excited uh, to experience it, and and it was like the ultimate uh, moment of pride for her. And I was I was excited to have her there and really see firsthand um, this experience and kind of enjoy it with me and not just observe it from afar. So it was a really important moment for me to have my mom there. Yeah, it's lovely, absolutely lovely. So yeah, last question. Um, you are in the stars, destined for the stars, going into the stars, right? So what's your next step? What's your next um, project, your next flight, your next anything? What's next for Christopher Huey? Um, well, I think part of my, my life philosophy and values is just um, seeing opportunities and, and deciding what which ones to take to uh, to maximize my personal potential and so I'm really curious to find out what I'm good at and what I and what I'm not good at so <laughs> keep pushing the envelope of what I can do and see how far I go and that's um, so for me it's important to uh, to inspire the next generation and so uh, this space flight was an opportunity to do that in another way that you know wasn't a part of the original plan um, but it is something <laughs> I've, been, I've been working on um, I've not sure if you're familiar, but a couple of years ago, I, I co-founded the um, a scholarship program here at Virgin Galactic, the mm. Black Leaders in Aerospace Scholarship and Training Program, or BLAST program for short. And so I think uh, moving forward, pursuing that mission of bringing more people of color into mm. science and STEM and using the space industry and, and using the, the, the inspirational power of space to bring unity, prosperity, and, and equity um, to uh, disenfranchised communities and, and people of color. Indeed. So I don't know exactly what that'll look like, but it'll have to top going to space. So you'll probably notice. <laughs> yes, yes. Wow. Okay. Well, that that is a beautiful and perfect note to end on. 